Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Housing Wire digital producer Victoria Wickham, and this is a Daily Download. On today's episode, we're digging a little deeper into a recent article written by Julia Falcon that indicates mountain towns like Aspen, Colorado and Jackson Hole, Wyoming are heating up as homebuyers flee to luxury mountain towns. For today's episode, I spoke with one of the article's sources, Latham Jenkins, an associate broker at Livewater Jackson Hole, about this ongoing trend, what he's witnessing in Jackson Hole, along with what this level of demand in his region means for the future of housing inventory. But before you listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. All right, Latham, let's get started. You're an associate broker based in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Before our listeners who may not know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, and uh, Victoria, thank you for having me on the on the show. I really appreciate it. I've, um, I, like many who live in a resort town, first came here during my summers in college working. Uh, after graduation, decided to stick around and you know, it just grows on you and it becomes a place that you love and it becomes a place that, you know, you welcome an opportunity to share it with others, whether they're visitors or in this case, uh, prospective newcomers to the community. And, um, you know, during the, during the years that I've been here, almost 30 now, I also published two magazines, the visitor guide to the area and uh, the home design and architecture guide to the area. So I've had a very broad perspective of the community through the years, one of which I think has really helped to inform me. And, you know, that into itself has just created, um, you know, a base of knowledge that just, I I just love sharing it. And it's uh, being in real estate has been very fulfilling uh, because it gives me a platform to do that with those that are considering coming here. Can you share your thoughts on why you think more people are deciding to leave urban areas and heading to suburban and rural areas in mountain towns? What's the importance of this migration, especially the timing right now? Yeah, you know, it's a good question. Obviously a trend that, that we've been seeing, you know, as I've asked, it's, it's not just a mountain town trend, but rather, you know, one that we see across a lot of uh, resort settings. I like to refer to these resort settings really as lifestyle communities. You know, in times past, Sure, you know, baby boomers would uh, become empty nesters, and at that point, they would, you know, locate seasonal properties that they would that they would frequent either during the warm months or if it's a ski property during the cold months. But you know, the trend that really started long before COVID years ago is is you know seeing that there's been an urban flight, and that flight has has only been. Uh, accelerated due to the effects of COVID. Uh, one part is obviously a desire to get away from dense urban markets where you might contract it because you really don't stand a chance of protecting yourself from it just based on how many people are moving around you. Um, the second part of that is you know the enabling component of working remotely. So when you couple these 
it's really given people, you know, an option to go and pursue something that they've aspired to do, in this case, move to a lifestyle community. And it, it's made it much more um, rational to do so uh, in their thinking. So that's, that's um, you know, that's a trend that I have seen. And, you know, as it relates to, and I'm going to speak from the perspective of Jackson Hole, Wyoming, um, as it relates to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, you know, the state of Wyoming is a very favorable tax jur uh, jurisdiction. So when you go back to urban flight and you think about those that are that are moving out, you know, we're seeing we're seeing a lot of the people that are moving, in, in my case, to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, coming from the more progressive cities that have a very, um, you know, a very burdensome tax structure. And as you look forward, maybe even through this next election, uh, some might say that that's only going to increase on the tax burden. And then you look at coming to a place like Jackson Hole that uh, year after year ranks at the top as being the most tax friendly state. And it just adds, you know, it, it just adds to the value proposition of someone wanting to be here. And I, you know, ultimately, Victoria, I think that we all have pain points in our lives. And I think that COVID kind of pushed people to a breaking point of living a lifestyle that was not fulfilling, that was very troublesome and, and unrewarding. And you know what, they have the resources you know, they've exercised using them and it's enabling them to get to these markets wherever they might be. Interesting. As a realtor, what's one thing that stood out to you lately in the real estate market? Yeah, this is a good question. All right. So uh, the one thing that's really shocked me, you know, when people consider coming, say, in this case to Jackson Hole, uh, Jackson Hole is a very dynamic uh, climate, shall we say. Um, it, it, it's a place of extremes. And you know, the general trend with someone buying here tends to be you will vacation here, uh, you know, year over year, up until a point you finally say, you know what, we love it here. I think we might buy a place. So, you know, at that point, you're much more informed, both in what there is to do in the area, but you've picked up on the cultural vibe of a place. Um, you know, what has really shocked me with COVID is how many clients have called in, now I hate to call them clients yet, but newcomers have called in have never been here and say that they just absolutely need to find a place right now. Uh, they've got to move and they hear Jackson Hole is a great place to be. So in the back of my mind, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh boy, you know, you've, ne you've never spent a winter here. Um, you know, that this is, this is concerning to me because I would love for you to come and just rent a place and experience it before you commit to buying. And, you know, just last week, Victoria, there was an article in the paper um, you know, an, an opinion piece saying, hey, as a community, we need to create a, a, a newcomer's guide. We need to, to get out ahead of all the new residents that are, that are seeking to be here and really help for them to understand, you know, our shared community values. We don't want to see a cultural shift of, of different values coming into our mountain town. And, you know, it was, it was kind of a shocking piece because as you think about it, um, yes, we are in a position of, of, of continued pressure of evolution in the community due to folks coming in and really not respecting uh, what makes Jackson Hole so unique and being a part of that. Rather, they might, um, you know, they might struggle here and actually create uh, some challenges to the very culture of why people do, um, you know, do fall in love and, and assimilate here in Jackson.
You've lived in the area for over 25 years. Have you ever seen this type of demand in the market before? And what do you think this level of demand means for the future of housing inventory? Yeah, another great question. Um, you know, to the first part, have ever seen this level of demand? No. You know, it was it was in the leveraged run up going up to what was our market 2008 and other markets uh, they tipped in 2006. Sure, there was great demand, but that demand also, it touched every segment of the market, whether people were buying timeshares or luxury real estate, you know, it affected everything across the board with how free money was flowing in that leveraged environment for which created, you know, that drastic outcome that we experienced. Um, in the market that we're in today, the COVID buyers, I, I really refer to them as COVID refugees. You know, they're, they're fleeing an urban market, coming here, desiring to buy places that have elbow room, and generally speaking, um, buying single family properties with acreage. And when you look at just what has happened since June 1st in our market, over 109 listings have either gone closed or pending that are, that are worth 3 million or more at an average price of $5.5 million. So kind of back to my comment on, look, you know, we all have a pain threshold. We get to that point. And, and if you have resources, you have options. And in this case, they've exercised those options to move in the, in, into really what I refer to more as a lifestyle community than just a resort community in Jackson. So, um, you know, that is a, uh, that is what I've experienced in the numbers certainly present to us. And it's, um, yeah, no, this, this, is, this is demand like we've never seen before. So my last question for you is, what do you think is next in the market? Are you expecting a dip anytime soon? Yeah, um, you know, I, I have to be careful with this question because from my position, one could, could easily state I'm very biased. You know, I'm just dealing with responding to market demand that none of us really appreciated what happened to us as of late March. So I more objectively, you know, I think about that and I, I spend time asking every client that's, that's engaging with me right now, what is their perspective on this? How long would this last? Because, um, you know, you think about this and you're like, oh, it must be a bubble. It must be people that immediately reacted to an environment they didn't wish to be in. They had resources, they exercised them, and they moved here. School started back. So anyone that was going to do this has already done it. it. It's actually not the case. There's a very long runway of demand out ahead of us as we see this trend continuing. Because keep in mind, this trend was here before COVID. COVID was an accelerant to the trend. And... Um, I think that we can expect this demand to be ongoing. As for how long, hard to say. I mean, it's a market. It will at some point slow down. Um, but I think, you know, if you're a potential buyer, you're going to be faced with an up market uh, for some time uh, into the future. And, and that's also exacerbated by the fact that anyone who's a, who would potentially consider selling a property in the community but they don't want to leave the community. They're not going to sell the property right now because the replacement options are not great, even if you're downsizing. Um, so that's one challenge uh, to just inventory at large. And, you know, I, I think what's going to happen is we went into this uh, being in an inventory shortage and COVID only exacerbated that as well. So what's left? Well, a lot of pressure on pricing as we look forward. So I think that Jackson Hole will continue to see um, a lot of upward pricing pressure with very low inventory and a demand that just continues. 
All right. Well, before we go, is there anything else our listeners should know? Well, you know, I, you know, that's a question that I think about, you know, even from my own life. But it's been my experience being a realtor and a publisher here, and someone who just loves sharing this valley of objectively watching people that that move in here and listening to what they have to say about the difference in their lives from having moved to a lifestyle community, wherever that might be, Jackson Hole, the beach, you know, I don't want to say it's just Jackson Hole. And I look at the the happiness that they're experiencing from having made this move. And it, it really just, you know, it makes me think about, you know, when you have a dream in your life, you have a desire, it, it, it can be more than aspirational, you can make it happen. And I, I rarely see anyone that's moved in here ever move out. So, you know, it really just, um, you know, cements the thought that for those that are in a position to move to a lifestyle community, what, what's holding you back? Go do it. You can work remotely. You know, it's, uh, it's a place where everyone really lives a more fulfilling life. And um, I would just encourage you to pursue that dream. Latham, we appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Victoria, this is great. Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Daily Download. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and join us again tomorrow.